Yo, 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 people out there, welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered as Fuck. You got your boy AB here, April 1st, April Fool's Day. We don't play them games because I'm grown and I don't play with no fucking fools. Yeah, good evening, everyone. Good evening, America. April 1st, 2022. Coming live from Fort Worth, personally. Glad everybody's out there safe. This pollen is crazy. So bear with me. My voice is a little scratchy tonight. But we're gonna we're gonna get through this. We're gonna open up tonight talking about the lack of diversity in the NFL. Now, as everyone may have seen. Bruce Arians just decided to retire. Now, I think there's a little bit to that story. Um, I actually think Tom Brady may have had something to do with that. I actually think that might have been one of the stipulations for him coming out of retirement. Maybe he talked to Arians because I don't think they had the best relationship. Uh, as crazy as that sounds, I know they won the Super Bowl together, but it seemed like they were butting heads a few times. There was a couple of times Arians called him out after some post games, you know, I don't think Tom Brady was too happy about that. I but, mean, uh, at the end of the, the day, man, to be was coach after that. you know, I just think that a bad look, you know, it took him retiring just for him to get that job. You know, he should have been, he should have been able to go anywhere and get a new job. Well, you know, the African-American being head coach is really not a thing for the NFL. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, if you ever look at the jobs that they allow black coaches to have, majority of them are position coaches, wide receiver, defensive back. You never, you rarely see a black coach in the NFL being a quarterback coach, um, an offensive coordinator, you know. So, you know, that, that really is has to be addressed. Um, you got a lot of coaches who I feel as though that deserved a job in the NFL that didn't get a job, such as, you know, Byron Leftwich. Um, Brian Flores got fired. He shouldn't have got fired. Um, Agreed. It, you know, it's not his fault that he – they gave him to him. I mean, hey, if I was 100 pounds lighter, I probably could pay, play better quarterback than Tua. He fucking sucks. You can't, and, and, and it's really, and it, it it really makes him look like a bad coach. And you know, you also have um, Raheem Morris from my Los Angeles Rams, who won a Super Bowl as a defensive coordinator coach, and he got no looks for a head coaching job. Um, we also, the year before that, we had Brandon Staley. Um, he was first-year coaching defense. You know, yes, we did have a better team defensively last year, but he got a he got a head coaching job after coaching one year. And I and you know it if it doesn't raise red flags to the normal person out there, something has to give. It really does. Yeah, I mean, um, the biggest discrepancy is probably. Eric Bieniemy, in my recent memory, uh, you're talking about an African American 
offensive coordinator, which I agree with you. You don't see too much. Uh, you're starting to see a little bit more uh, black offensive coordinators, but I think the fact that, you know, the Chiefs have been to the AFC championship game now four years in a row in the two Super Bowls, and this guy can't see an Atlanta job. Uh, it, it's beyond me. Now, I'm starting to think the man just doesn't even want a job. And the sad part is, you know, these other NFL teams, these owners, because his name has been in the pot so many times, they might think he's a bad part of the recipe. You know, if you don't get a job <laughs> that many times, it, it, it starts to reflect upon you, affect on your resume. And um, some people may look at, oh, well, he's working under Andy Reid. You know, he doesn't really call the plays. He's got Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, he's still making those play calls. He's still in charge. Why Why has he not been offered a solid position? I, I don't mean one of these jobs that, you know, I ain't talking about the Detroit Lions or, you know, something like that. You know, a solid job offer. And uh, why not the Saints job? The Saints job would have been perfect for Aaron B. Yeah, it's just pretty sad. As well. What's that? I think that would have been perfect for him as well. Yeah, it's uh, – you know, and I, and I think about some other head coaches that have been let go. Uh, I think about Jim Caldwell. Uh, if you remember, he coached for the Detroit Lions, and he took them to the playoffs one year, I believe. And then I think he, I believe he went either eight and eight or nine and seven, and they fired him, and they hired uh, the dude with the pencil in his ear, <laughs> Matt Patricia, and he sucks. And it was. T- uh, Terrible. I, I, and, and, the, and the part that I just don't understand is that, you know, you get you guys let go of a coach that took you to the playoffs. Right. And, you know, nine and seven, look, the NFL is a nine and seven league. You know, if you are 500. Super Bowl for the fucking Lions. Yeah, and, and for a, a future team, a future destination. I mean, nobody wants to be in Detroit. You know, I, well, let me take that back. Detroit's a great city, but nobody wants to be in Let's let's just let's just keep it real. Let's keep it one. And you know the fact that he has yet to be uh, you know offered another job. Um, it, it it just it's it's just it's just sad. You know, like I said, Bruce Arians retiring, and you know people are celebrating that Todd Bowles was you know basically given that job. You know he, he they probably were looking around like, hey, who can we hire? I'm like that that's that's not the way you want it to be. Right. I think these head coaching jobs really need to be uh, more sought after. I think the NFL, the NFL is trying, though. Unfortunately, the NFL cannot do anything. Commissioner Roger Goodell, you know, he works for the owners. He is not technically in charge of anything. It's, uh, it's, know, it's you know, sad. That, um, they just tried that new diversity thing where you have to have one female and one minority and some sort of a Right, coordinating role. I know they just did that recently, but we'll see how that works. The NFL is trying, but it always comes down to the owners, man. You can't tell a billionaire what he can do. <laughs> right, and you know, I feel as though that is really sad that you have to come up with a rule to have minority in a position that they have some say so in the organization. That's that's sad. They that they have to come up with a rule for that. Um, yeah, really roll. Yep, running roll. You know, and it's and it's sad that it took for it took for Bruce Arians to retire f- 
for Todd Bowles, uh, African-American coach, to get a decent job on a decent team. Um, you know, his first his first coaching job was with the New York Jets. Yep. And they they had they had a bunch of schoolyard players out there playing football. It was like you give him nothing to work with and expect us to just turn it all around within three years. That's like ridiculous. I've never heard of that. And you know that you say you know, Eric Bieniemy. you know, a lot of teams say, oh, maybe it's Andy. I mean, a lot of um, organizations say maybe it's Andy Reid calling the plays and everything like that. But also you have to remember, Doug Peterson coached under Andy Reid as well. And I, <laughs> when he, listen, you know, he got a job and his, the offense when he was there did not look as good as it looks now. No, they did not have Patrick Mahomes. They had Alex Smith, but they still were going to the playoffs. But they yeah. were never saying, oh, that's Andy Reid's offense. Um, he's not calling any of the plays. He's just listening to Andy Reid. No, why? that's not fair that they could say that about Eric Bieniemy, but don't say that about him. You know, it's it's sad. You know, he was over in Philadelphia for, what, three, four years and got fired? Yes, he won the Super Bowl, Yep. but he has another job already. Jim Caldwell don't even get phone calls. Yeah. Brian Flores probably will never coach again. Todd Bowles probably will never coach again as a head coach. Well, he probably wouldn't have coached again as a head coach if Bruce, Bruce Arians didn't retire. Yeah. You know, you have all these all these jobs that were open this past summer and – you know, it, it none of them were filled. They well, okay, they got the guy in Miami. He's I guess they're trying to say he's a minority, but he don't look like me. <laughs> and he damn and he damn sure don't fucking look like you. You know, so it's like, okay, let us just put this band aid so they can shut the fuck up about it, and maybe they'll be alright with it. I, yeah, I, yeah, I I agree with you one hundred percent on that. And I think the tell-all for me is, you know, Brian Flores, for example, uh, he was looking for some help. You know, he, he he did the lawsuit, and he was hoping some other black head coaches or former black head coaches, uh, for example, Hugh Jackson, uh, he was looking for those guys to join the lawsuit. And, man, I tell you, you could hear cricket. Because the thing is, is these, these black head coaches or, you know, uh, potential, you know, wanting to be head coaches, they're looking at it like, well, we can't really say anything because, you know, that's our opportunity. Right. And, you know, shout out to Mike Tomlin. Mike uh, Tomlin is know. the only one. Shout out <laughs> yeah. to Mike Tomlin and the Steelers yeah. for having Brian Flores as fucking back yeah. with that shit. Yeah, for picking yeah. him up, man. And nobody really is talking about that, you know. Because he he could have been left on the street, you know, homeless basically. So shout out to Mike Tomlin for stepping up and saying, "Hey, look, let's give this guy an opportunity." He he knows what the situation is because nobody was going to touch Brian Flores. I mean, he was like poison ivy at this point. You know, when you got that type of, you know, chaos or whatever you want to call it, paper trail coming with you, nobody's going to want to touch you. It's just too much of a headline. So shout out to you know the Steelers, Mike Tomlin for putting him on that staff because 
that man did not deserve to get fired. If I'm not mistaken, the Dolphins won like nine of their last ten games or something. They had like they, they had started the season off they, pretty pretty bad, but they they went on a nice little win streak. They know? had a chance to make the playoffs, but like I said, fucking two. Yeah, they, and they beat the Patriots twice, and that's you know the Patriots made the playoffs. I I, I like I don't understand the firing, and it goes back to that whole scandal. You know, are they throwing games? You know, is their owner corrupt? These are just these are just some minute things that we still don't have all the information on. I'd love to see what comes out of that. Um, you know, all this gambling and the NFL being involved with all the different sports books. You know, are these owners getting in on it too? Because it seems pretty fishy to me that Brian Flores was fired. And um, I don't know if you remember last year, I believe, um, Tua wasn't actually starting, but he came in while they were already winning. And a lot of people were questioning it. I can't remember the quarterback's name. I think it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick was the starting quarterback. And they put two in. And nobody seems to understand why you would put a rookie, you know, in the game when they're already winning. Just It just seemed like a head scratcher. But now that we have all these, these details and accusations coming out, just makes you wonder a little bit, man. And also, Brian Flores was on the other side of this, the Deshaun Watson situation. He wanted to bring Deshaun Watson in, and the owner was completely against it. Yep, yep, completely imagine, against imagine, it. Imagine giving him Deshaun Watson with the team he had last year. Come on. I mean, yeah. you know, of course Deshaun Watson didn't play last year, but imagine him bringing in Deshaun Watson, quarterback of the future. Um, yeah, would have been you know, it's like, you know, let's 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 fire him and then bring in more pieces. Every time they fire, they fire a black coach, and they bring in another coach. Everything they give them everything on a silver platter. They get all the players that they want. Um, you know, and it's it's not fair. You know, you can't yeah. like I said, you can't. And this is one of my quotes. You can't expect a coach to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. You can't do it. You you can't do it. Yeah, and 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 you know one thing you forgot to add is these coaches get time. You know, they're the, the Texans head coach last year. I, I don't even ask me what the guy's name was. He was fired after one season. The Cardinals had a black head coach a few years ago when they had they picked up John Froome. <laughs> fired yeah. after one season. And then These guys get time, man. They get two, three years <laughs> to establish themselves. John Gruden signed a 10-year contract fully guaranteed. It's funny so, that you bring up the Cardinals you know. situation because he was fired after one season. They got their first-round pick, got their quarterback of the future, and bring in a white coach. Why he couldn't get that losing. opportunity to coach him? A losing, a losing coach. Remember, he was losing at Texas Tech. <laughs> He was no, I'm serious. He was not a winning head coach. It's it's beyond me. Got a nice house though. I don't know if you saw his house on Twitter. Man, Cliff Kingsbury got one hell of a house, boy. Listen, I'm gonna say something. I'm a Rams fan. Fuck him and the (laughs) don't give a shit about his house. Man, dude got a nice house, man. It was actually during COVID during the draft. They showed us how I'm like, damn. Yeah. Last house. Good thing fifty didn't show up because you know. You know what his famous line was. But, hey, <laughs> yeah, man, the NFL, the NFL is trying. You know, 
I think Roger Goodell is he's trying, man. It's these NFL owners. And I don't know about you, but if I was a billionaire, nobody would be able to tell me what to do either. <laughs> but they gotta do something, man. Something's gotta be done. This just can't continue on, but I don't know if you have any last words for that, but man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something something gotta change. It's, it has to change, you know. I've been watching football for twenty nine years and it's been the same way since I was a kid. Um yep. white coaches, they're black players. players. Yeah, white coaches, black players, white green field. <laughs> yeah. White owners, you know, and you know, it, it just has to change. It's sad, but you know, I can say one sport that gets it, and it's the NBA. The NBA is the NBA in itself is by far years ahead of the NFL by far. Almost every major sport. Forget the NFL. <laughs> every major sport. Yeah, it, it is. You know, they they understand. They understand. We we need them. To, they need us. We without us, they don't. They, and nothing sells. Nothing sells. You know, so you know, and and the owner understand. Uh, the the commissioner of the NBA understands that. Yeah, Adam Silver is doing a hell of a job. I yeah. think he. He's a good example of, uh, I would say, a good example of a boss or, uh, you know, a CEO letting his, you know, his employees kind of run the company. I think the NBA, they have so much freedom. I mean, just look at a guy like James Harden in recent memory. You know, he could just cry his way out of a contract and go somewhere else. You know, and you see a lot of these NFL players, they're starting to pick up the same kind of trait. I don't know if you remember Jalen Ramsey a couple of years back said, I'm not showing up to camp. Trade me. You know, <laughs> you're starting to see Russell Wilson, you know, uh, last year saying these are the teams I would love to play for. Now he plays for the Denver Broncos. So these NFL players are seeing how the NBA players are not only treated, but just the the privileges they have. I mean, yeah. whether it's the guaranteed contracts, whether it's just the freedom to move from here to there, the NBA players and, you know, Adam Silver gives them that leeway. Um, now, of course, you do have those situations where you might see an abuse of power, i.e. Ben Simmons, but we won't talk about him right now. Uh, <laughs> I do want to get into this Eastern Conference. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, since... Man, it's, I, I mean, I've been a Dallas Mavericks fan my whole life. And, you know, whether you're going back to the early 2000s with Shaq and Kobe, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker and them boys, you know, the, the old Golden State Warriors with Baron Davis and all those, all those rough riders and, you know, Sacramento used to be good. The East always sucked to me. You know, and this is probably the first time, at least in my life, when I, you know, really watching basketball where the East is like, it's a beast. I hate to be a cliche, but the East is a beast right now. And Talk the about that the Brooklyn Nets are the eighth seed. That's like, <laughs> like you are like, we are in store for I some of the best NBA playoff basketball we've seen in a really long time. 
with these teams, you got, you know, you got Miami at one, you got Milwaukee at two, you got Boston at three, Philadelphia's at four, Chicago's five, Toronto's six, you got Cleveland at seven. Shout out to Cleveland because they really brought the beat back and they really are playing good basketball. You also have the Nets at eight, you got Charlotte at nine, and Atlanta at ten. Nine and ten, I think ten, nine, eight, or and seven are the playing games. Um yeah. sorry, you know. I held on strong, my New York Knickerbockers. Ah, we went down, but Listen. we'll be back next year. <laughs> <laughs> Keep dreaming. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Hey we'll man, back. we'll be back next year. Um, but like I said, yeah, like this. Yes, even yesterday's game between Milwaukee and and Brooklyn. Whew. Playoff atmosphere, man. That game. Gotta, was, that game was phenomenal. Giannis just went absolutely insane. 40, I mean, 40. from from beginning tip though, from beginning tip. I mean, that the fact that Giannis is hitting step back threes. I mean, the man put up forty four. He was fourteen to twenty one, fifteen to nineteen from the free throw line. Now look, Giannis has come. Man, if there's if there's one NBA player you cannot hate on, it's Giannis. Giannis after the Kupo. I'm probably. In there wrong, but he's everything you want. He's everything you want in a player. Like he works. He he came in scrawny, you know, just this guy. And now look at him. Yeah. You know, you can make an argument he could be MVP again. You know, the last night. After last night, it was like, who man, who is that? Oh, damn. I think here's the here's the problem. I think a lot of people are sleeping on what he did last year in, in the NBA Finals because, you know, Kyrie gets injured and, you know, he gave, James, he Harden, gave. James Harden had no hamstring left. So a lot of people think that the Nets would have won. But who's to say, you know? Giannis is just, you know, he's a beast, man. Let, let's just call it what it is. Kevin Durant had a, had, a, had a pretty quiet game relative to Giannis. I mean, he put up 26. He was 10 for 21. Now we know Kevin Durant to be way more efficient than that. He only I think the first time he went to the free throw line was uh I, I want to say he maybe got fouled on the three. Um so he he didn't seem to be too aggressive. I mean they were double team and triple teaming him. He did roll his ankle, so he probably wasn't uh, well see that's another thing. And this is why I think Giannis is is the best player right now. Because he's more durable. I know a lot of people think it's Kevin Durant. But for me, I I, I got Giannis right now. I mean, Kyrie had a Kyrie had a pretty pretty okay night, twenty five points. But he he again was nine of twenty two from the field, you know, four four of nine from three. Gave you five assists, which is pretty high for Kyrie. Now Kevin Durant had eleven assists. Now that's different. Now you could say that's because he was being double and triple team. Yeah. You know, they they I don't know Steve Nash. I'm interested to see. <laughs> What the Nets can be. I, now, I, I I will say this: He did put up with a lot of BS this year. Steve Nash, uh, I still, Kyrie, I still, Kyrie not being vaccinated, James Harden leaving, Kevin Durant missed a lot of games. I still don't missed know if Steve Nash got that fucking job. They wanted him. Uh, Kevin Durant uh, and Kyrie Irving said they wanted him. Listen, man. At the end of the day, Steve Nash ain't coached more than fucking me in the NBA, and I don't know hey. how the fuck he got a job. 
you guys. If you are the Brooklyn Nets and your star player says, we want this head coach, hey, guess who they're going to listen to? You said James Harden said that too? No, Kevin, no, James Harden wasn't there yet. Remember, James Harden came last year after he cried his way out of Houston. Remember. James Harden, James Harden just cries his way out of everywhere. He just he one of them kids that be at the courts and get bullied. Oh, I'm gonna take my fucking ball and go home. Like shut your bitch ass up. Like listen, and then he's in Philly not playing good right now. Yeah, but in James Harden's defense. I don't really blame him for the net situation because Kyrie, we can call it what you want, but man was just being selfish. I, 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 listen, we're not going to really get into all that right now because, you, you know, I feel as though Kyrie did what was best for Kyrie. He, he took a stance. And look at it. Look at it. He's playing. He's going to play in the NBA. He's going to play in the NBA playoffs. He's going to be available. He's going to come out. He's going to give you 20 a night. So, you know, he did what was best for him. James Harden couldn't get his thumb out his ass and just play basketball and just shut the fuck up for a little bit and just respect him as a player and a man that he's taking a stance for what he believes in and just wait it out. KD didn't say anything. KD is – KD, he – and this is why I question Kevin Durant being the best player. I don't think Kevin Durant is the leader that everybody thinks he is. And we I think know James, James, like James, Harden, James Harden is not a leader at all. I'm not talking about James Harden. James, Harden, I, I don't. Yeah, I agree. James Harden is not a leader, but Kevin Durant specifically. Remember, you're talking about a guy that plays that played with a NBA top 75 player in Russell Westbrook. Couldn't get it done with him. He had a three-one lead over the Golden State Warriors. What does he do? Loses that series and goes joins Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. He was not the leader on that team. He was the best player. He wasn't the leader of that team. We all know who the leader was. The guy that ended up calling him a bitch. That's why Kevin Durant <laughs> left in the first place. Then he goes and joins the Nets, right? Who does he team up with? A guy like Kyrie Irving. Kyrie is no leader. No, Kyrie's no guy. Not. James Harden is no leader. James Harden is, you know, he, you know, James Harden is James Harden. Kevin Durant has not yet shown me that he can lead a team to a championship. I'm sorry. His little run in Golden State, it's going to look good 30 years from now, but right now it don't look good. Could you imagine Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors winning a championship this year? They can. And, and the Nets aren't even in the, the Nets aren't even in the uh, finals. Could you imagine how they bad did, that would look for Kevin Durant? They, they didn't need Kevin Durant. That That's not my point. My point is Kevin Durant has yet to show anybody that he's a leader, which puts into question this whole he's the best player. You're the best player. You got to be able to lead too, man. And look, man, say what you want. Giannis, he might not be, he might have, you know, he'll have the prettiest free throws. He can't shoot from, from 35 like Steph Curry. He don't have the best handle. But the dude is playing with Chris Middleton and Drew Holliday. These are not. They ain't no, they're not. They're not slouches. They can play back. I'm not saying they're slouches. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying they're slouches. But if you put Chris Middleton on that on another team, do you think they – like Giannis is a guy you can drop on any team and you're pretty much making it to the playoffs and probably to the Western or Eastern Conference Finals. He's that good. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Middleton, is, he's a good role player. 
You know, mm-hmm. Drew Holiday is a good defender, you know, good role player. But let's the, the show is Giannis, okay? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, of course they're going to play the backseat, but they go to any other team in the NBA, they're starters. They're both starters in any on any other team. Drew uh, Holiday can play basketball. I, 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 yeah, I mean, Chris, I mean, sure. Chris sure. Middleton, when Giannis was out, he he picked up he picked up the slack. Look, all I'm saying is, is Giannis ain't playing with Kyrie Irving or a James Harden or a Ben Simmons or any other superstar. He's let's, playing. Let's let's stop. These let's are all stop, that's like let's stop bringing up Ben Simmons. Well, he I mean, want to play basketball? I, I mean, I can't say he doesn't want to play basketball. I mean, at this current time, he's injured. You know, I, I, he, how the fuck? Hold on. How the fuck you get injured and you ain't play all year? Well, that I can't answer. You know, maybe he tried to rev it up too fast. You know, he tried to. Listen, man, he don't want to play basketball. Stop the car, man. Don't give it, give, give it a chance to warm up. You got to let that thing lubricate. Man, listen, man, that motherfucker had all summer, all fall. All winter. Now we in spring, and he still ain't warm. Let me ask you a that, question. That car needs that car need to get fucking. Let me ask you a question. Do you think was doing NBA type drills, NBA type practices while he was off that whole year? I mean, he want to be working out, making videos, and and let, putting let, it on Instagram not, and shit. Do you think he was doing NBA level type practices or drills, or was yes. he just working out in LA Fitness? No, he was not working at, at LA Fitness. I can tell you one thing he wasn't working on, that motherfucking jump shot he don't got. Look, man, I'm not even going to get into his jump shot. All I'm saying is, so you're changing the subject. I we ain't talking about this Giannis being better than KD situation. Giannis ain't playing with no Kyrie Irving or no James Harden. He don't have that. I would describe Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday as like level two, you know, type of all-stars. These you know, I, I, there's just tears. You know, there's tears in the NBA. You know what I mean? Chris Middleton is a good player. Drew Holiday is a good player. You know, but you're not showing up to the arena to see Chris Middleton. You're not showing up to the to arena to see Drew Holiday or Brooke Lopez or <laughs> Bobby Portis. Come on, man. You coming to see the green? Oh, hold on. Disrespect my boy Portis like that. I'm not disrespecting him. I'm just keeping it. Man, look. Because you – because I, I see so many people talking about KD, 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 KD. I'm like, bro, what has KD really done? What has he really done? Come on, man. KD can play basketball, man. Yeah, he can play basketball. That's true. Is he the greatest leader? No. Not no, so. He ain't no leader at all. Come on, man. But you know a guy that is leading this team? Joel Embiid, man. Dude. He's been balling this year, man. I, I'm so happy to see that he got in shape, and I, and I think that's what's shaping up the the, uh, the Eastern Conference. You got Joel Embiid potential MVP season. I mean, the man's been averaging he, like he, he, he might not win the MVP though. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, even if he does or doesn't, the fact that he's in shape, I'm just happy to see the next play. Like, right, and he played, played a lot more games than he's ever played. Yes. Because he's finally taking care of his body, he's in shape. I, I, you know what I think? Tr- truth be told, I think he actually wants to be there. I think yeah. there was uh, a lot going on with him and Ben Simmons. So I think the fact that Ben Simmons is now, you know, he's gone. I think he really 
just feels like he can have that leadership role. I mean, the man's averaging 30, 11 and a half rebounds. He's, he's giving you about four, four assists tonight. And his PER is 31.06, which is third in the NBA. I mean, the dude's putting up great numbers, you know. And I, I love to see it, man, because it just makes for great theater. That's all we want, we want yeah. theater. You know what I love to see? What's that? I love to see the Chicago Bulls are back into the playoffs. Oh, uh, the Bulls are a good story. Ba- basketball good. needs certain teams, and Chicago is one of them. Chicago is a historic franchise made, created by Jordan. Um, he made I wouldn't call it historic, but continue. I mean, you know, Jordan, you know, Chicago. That's, the, that's the house Jordan built, but I wouldn't call the Bulls historic. I mean, Come on, man. it's Jordan. Yeah, it's it's a cute little story. I mean, am I happy to see that the, the Chicago Bulls, you know, with some relevancy ever since Derrick Rose destroyed both his knees? Sure, you know, it, you know, it's cool. But Chicago ain't going. Let, let, let's just be real. The top dog we looking at right now. I'm thinking about the Celtics. Jason Tatum is on a tear. I'm thinking about the Sixers. I'm thinking about the Bucks. And I know the Heat are. I know the Heat are technically in first place. I'm not thinking about the Miami Heat. I don't think uh, the, the Heat just they don't they don't scare me. I'm thinking about the Nets after that one. I don't know how you feel about the Miami Heat, but for me, those are the four top dogs. I guess you could put Miami at five. You know, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, these guys. Uh, who else played? Bam out of Bayou. He's a good defender. He'll give you give you some Fair. good boards. They're good coach. They're they have really good coaching. They do. Eric Spoelstra really is one hell of a coach. Probably the best coach in the NBA. It's probably between him and Ty Lue, for sure. Nah, but can't say that. Oh no, I'm saying it's probably between Eric Spoelstra and Ty, and Ty Lue. Who 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 else would you have? You got the Phoenix Suns coach. He's <laughs> back to back years. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. Back to back years, number one in the West. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean. What's his name? Monty, uh, Monty. Can't even think of his name right now. But yeah, he's a good head coach. But I, I'm kind of going off of overall. I mean, Eric Spoelstra has been doing this for years. You know, Ty Lue's been doing this for a few years. Um, Monty Williams. That's his name. Monty Williams. You know, this, this is what his. This is is this his third year with the Suns? Maybe, maybe a little longer. The Suns look good though. Suns look really good. Uh, I like what I like what Devin Booker is doing right now. Ball handling while Chris Paul. He's recovering from that uh that weird finger injury. He always seems to injure some weird ligament. <laughs> man, he can drink milk. But uh yeah, man. I mean, look, the Eastern Conference is stacked top to bottom. It's it's gonna be a really, really exciting NBA playoffs. I mean, whether you get the Bucks and the Nets first round, Heat, Nets, you know, Hawks are in tenth place. I think they I think they get in somehow. I mean, it's gonna be epic. Cleveland being back in the, the Toronto Raptors. They're currently, I, they're currently in the play-in, so you know, yeah, you know, so they will, you know, whatever, whatever happens, like you said, we're in for, I think, one of the best playoffs that we've had in a really long time. Agreed. Yeah, so you know, like you know, we talking about the beast of the East over in the NBA, but let's talk about the AFC West and the NFL. Uh, and, 
because <laughs> whew, they they got they are by far the best division in football from top to bottom. You don't know who's going to be the top team. You don't know who's going to be the bottom team. You got the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes at quarter. I'm just going to name the quarterbacks. You got Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. You got the Broncos with Russell Wilson. You got the Raiders. I'm going to let you say it because that's your team. Who the Raiders got? Oh, I was about to say, don't disrespect my man. Derek Carr. Shout out, shout out to DC4. Shout out. You know you rep the Raiders really hard. Man, you goddamn right I do. <laughs> what do you think this is? You know, so Best quarterback yeah. in the division. Whoa, Don't whoa, whoa, Don't whoa, whoa, whoa. Man, we're going to see. Look, look man, mean, look. At the end of the day, that's all we can do is see. Justin then, Herbert, I'm not you, a believer you, in Justin you, Herbert. You got the Chargers with Justin Herbert. I mean, I don't believe. Believer. I believe in Justin Herbert. I don't believe in that fucking Colts because – he he, listen. I he calls him a playoff. I don't believe in him. <laughs> yeah, he calls him a playoff spot, dumbass. Call yeah, damn call, call, calling, calling timeout. Come on, man. Let, of, let, let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this because obviously I'm a huge Raider fan. I'm not going to brag about Derek Carr stats for the last you know pretty much decade. Do the baller, but I want to hone in on Patrick Mahomes losing the Cheetah. I don't think enough people are talking about this. I don't think people realize how much Patrick Mahomes relied on Tyreek Hill. You look at the Super Bowl when they played the Niners. He threw the ball up in the air, Tyreek Hill caught it. You look at that playoff game against the Bills last year. Who was it? Tyreek Hill making everybody look like slugs on the field. Hey, I mean, Travis, the man was probably like 26 miles an hour, damn near. Travis Kelsey as well. Yeah, but who do you fear? You fear the cheetah. You don't fear Travis Kelsey. I mean, it depends on the situation. You know, if it yeah, don't depend on the damn situation. You I mean, if it's people over top at all times for, for the cheetah. If it's, if it's third and three, who do you think he's throwing the ball to? But guess why he can throw him the ball? Because you got to worry about the cheetah taking your damn head off. That's what, man, you got to understand. You got something like that that you have to fear on every single play outside of maybe the red zone. That that puts the fear of God in you. So Travis Kelsey can run. He, he can he run across him in the red zone. Pretty much free. Huh? He kills him in the red zone. Travis Kelsey? Or are you talking about Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill kills him. In yeah, the red he's zone pretty. As well. He's pretty good in the red zone. He's pretty good. Shout out to Tyreek Hill. Had him on my fantasy team. Won me the championship. Thank you. Man, look, I think you're gonna see a huge drop off from Patrick Mahomes. Now, I could be jumping the gun a little bit. I, I really think that he has some – I think Patrick Mahomes may have had some of the best weapons to start off a career. I mean, to have Tyreek – You might be jumping the gun with that one, man. You, you I might be jumping the gun with what? Excuse with, me? With Patrick Mahomes dropping off. Nah, I, 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 yeah, you can't fathom it because you've never seen him without such weapons. I mean, Tyreek Hill got hurt. Yeah, but that's for a short stint and – you know, Andy Reid's pretty creative. But I just don't – I don't see the production. Everybody thought, Ty, everybody thought that Tyreek Hill, when he was out, you know, Patrick Mahomes wasn't going to do this. They thought Patrick Mahomes wasn't this. Patrick Mahomes looked like the man last year after everybody said maybe, you know, he, he might be washed. And, he was okay. 
he might. Yeah, I mean, you, you're a little biased because you're a Raiders fan. It's okay. It's okay. You got that right. I'm a little biased. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I ain't afraid in a minute. Now, okay. here's the thing. The Chiefs are vulnerable. Let's just call it what it is. I mean, the Chiefs don't hurt anybody. Really does hurt. Yes, it does. That's a major loss. Bro, they had a big three. You keep Patrick Mahomes, you keep Tyreek Hill, you keep Travis Kelsey. You don't trade. You don't trade that guy. I know he might have been asking for too much money, but you find a way. You find a way to keep a guy like that. But this is why I think this is just the Raiders' opportunity. I think the pickup of Devontae Adams was major. Derek Carr has never, ever had a number one wide receiver. I don't want to hear this Amari Cooper bullshit. Amari Cooper was never a number one receiver. He's just a I'm going to call him just a guy, but he's very inconsistent. Why do you think he plays for the Cleveland Browns at the moment? Jerry Jones and them boys down there saw it. One game he'll have 10 catches, 205 yards, three touchdowns. The next game he got two catches for 40 yards. Can't rely on him. Derek Carr has officially gotten his first true number one wide receiver, and we are going to reap the benefits. Got Darren Waller, underwear from the spot. (laughs) Devontae Adams out wide. You can line up Devontae Adams anywhere, which I love. Got Josh Jacobs coming out the backfield. I, I just I just love And Josh McDaniel calling the fucking plays. Hey man. Don't disrespect Josh McDaniel, man. That's a Super Bowl winner. That's a listen, Super Bowl winner offensive coordinator, man. I'm not trying to hear that bullshit. Listen. Hey man. Every player, every talk about player my head, listen, hold on. Every fucking player that either Played under Bill Belichick, or whether you coach under Bill Belichick, they go somewhere else and they look like shit. The only one was Tom Brady. <laughs> Josh McDaniels went to Denver and and, and got fired. Yeah, that's because he was. <laughs> then hold on, and then he listen. And this is another thing from the beginning of the uh, podcast that we started. How is Josh McDaniels able to send the coach an email? You hear me? A a fucking email. I think it was a fax. I think you give him too much credit. I think it was a fax. Fax, email, text, (laughs) uh, a message in a motherfucking bottle. How is he able to do that and get another (laughs) coaching job? Hey, man. I mean, look, he was young. I'm not trying to get to do no, you know, no real excuses. I'm hoping it works out for the Raiders. You know, yeah, like John he, Gruden, young, he did that shit two years ago with the Colts. Hey man, at least he, at least he, uh, gave him notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this with these, these new overtime rules. Now, I gotta ask because I, I still don't quite understand it. Now, are they saying that potentially last year's game? Josh Allen and them boys would have got the ball back and had an opportunity to score because from what I, you know, I, I guess that's what they're trying to do. But I like, I, I do like it that it's just for the playoffs. You know, I don't want to see a regular season game where, you know, both teams go to freaking five overtimes. If it's just for the playoffs, both teams get an opportunity to score a touchdown. I think I like that. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, I like it, but the background behind it, it seems like they're catering to, every up-and-coming quarterback because, mind you, they did change the overtime rule once Tom Brady beat Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. They changed it, and now they're changing it for Josh Allen after Patrick Mahomes beat him. So, you know, it's 
my thing is one and done. Like whether you win the coin toss, you know, I'm on the other side of it. You know, I would, of course, a real football fan. I lo- I would have loved to see if Josh Allen would have got the ball, and if he would have scored, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, he didn't get the ball. They didn't win the coin toss. Football is not only offense. You got to play defense too. So yeah, I, I agree the- on that. But the NFL doesn't care about defense anymore. I, I, and I see. So it's like, why the fuck they don't just play seven on seven? Nah, see, you, you, look, we're headed. We're heading towards an era where it's it's just you know, passing. You know, they they want to see high scoring games. That's that's the only reason why this rule got changed. They ain't got nothing to do with defense. They they know the more points are put on the board, the more excitement, the more the ratings go. That's all. That's all it's about. It's about that bottom dollar, bitch. So, do I love the new rule? I'm not going to say I love it. I like it. We'll see how it plays out. Because, let's be honest, how many times are we going to get, you know, a playoff game where it even goes to overtime? You know what I mean? It doesn't doesn't mean that next year you're going to get a thriller like that. This may not happen, you know, for another three or four years. You know what I mean? So, I think it's a good rule to have in the background. But, hey. What are you going to do? The people want to see stories like that. And speaking of stories, Coach K, man, this might be his last game. I think them Tar Heels going to dig in his ass after that. I, I, hope, we, I, ho- I hope we do because fuck Duke, fuck Coach K. You know <laughs> what I mean? I am understand he's a great coach, but being a North Carolina fan, you know what I mean? It's it just I, – I, listen, if he lose, I don't give a fuck if he cry all night. Listen, that ain't our fault. That's not our problem. We're going to go to the next round, and I hope we kick their ass tomorrow night. I hope we whoa, do. Whoa, whoa. Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Xavier Howard agrees to five-year deal, $50 million in new money with the Dolphins, most guaranteed for a cornerback in NFL history. Dolphins making some moves out here. Dolphins making some moves. He already played for the Dolphins. Whether they paid him or not, he still was going to fucking play. Yeah, but that's a, that's a major deal because he, you know, he could have walked. I mean, he could have, he could have. You know, they are making major deals, but they ain't gonna do nothing with that fucking two at quarterback. So I mean, two, two, baby. two, yeah. two look like Brucey. Two look like <laughs> Brucey from the longest yard, huh? And and throwing the ball in the dirt, like, come on, man. Two, two is garbage, man. It's just, it's just, I don't, I don't see it. I, I really don't see it. They need to make another move, get a new quarterback. They really do because yeah, they might be they might be making a move to get a quarterback. You never know. I mean, but, they, uh, have, they have to. They have to because you got two of the fastest receivers in the NFL, and I don't think I don't think Tua could throw the ball past sixty yards. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of run at the catch, but uh, uh, let me let me get back to Coach K. Um, now I, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Coach K his flowers, man. I mean, look, I ever mean, since I've been a youngin, I've seen Coach K. On, I, I I feel those Duke. North Carolina games and Coach K, you know I go back to the Roy Williams era, so I, I respect Coach K to a degree. And if this is his final game, I mean, look, you may be talking about the greatest college coach, you know. Period. I know a lot of people like Nick Saban. You know, there's a few other guys out there that are before my time, but Coach K, the fact that he was coaching NBA players for the Olympics yeah. shows you that you know this guy had a lot of respect. And 
it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. I don't know. It's gonna be weird seeing Duke without Coach K. I, I don't know about you, but it's gonna look just silly. You know, it's like Tom Brady when he left the Patriots. Like the Patriots ain't got Tom Brady back there. Yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully it's a great game. You know, I'd I'd love to see a great game if this is the last one, but Tar Heels all day, baby. Go blue. Yeah, Tar Heels all day. Go blue. At the end of the day, if Coach K wins, loses, I hope he loses. But you know, <laughs> like you said, um, I give him his, his respect. He is one of the greatest college basketball coaches of all time. I mean, I can't yeah, take I, nothing, I, 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 I can't take yeah. nothing away from him. You know, he's coached some really good players in college. Mm-hmm. Um, do they turn out to be the best pro players? Hell no. But, you know, he got a couple in there. He got Kyrie, you know. Um, <laughs> I guess you want to throw Austin Rivers' bitch ass in there. But that's, I mean, whatever. You know, I still, don't, I still don't forgive Austin Rivers for hitting that three-pointer to beat us. And, you know, that 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 still burns. That's, that's like a little thorn in my side. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, he – is a great coach. Like you said, he's well-respected in the game. Um, so, you know, shout-out to Coach K for, you know, being a, one of the greatest college basketball coaches of all time. Fuck you tomorrow because I hope y'all lose. Um, yeah, so I hope it's a good game. I hope all the, everybody that plays in the game comes out healthy. Um, and other than that, fuck Duke. Welcome. No Tar Heels, baby. Go Tar Heels. But let's talk yeah. about my boy Bobby Wagner coming over to the Rams. Where are we getting his money from? I don't know who y'all from? I don't know who y'all robbing, man. The Rams, y'all just pulling money out. Y'all laugh. That's a good pickup. Good solid pickup. Bobby Wagner was a, you know, he's a, he's still pretty he's fairly young. I think he's what, 31, 32? Fairly young, you know. He'll give y'all a good leader. I think that's a good pickup. Yeah, I think it's a phenomenal pickup as well because, you know, that middle linebacker we had last year, boy, oh, man, he was like motherfucking burnt toast last year. I mean, and that's – What was his name? Do you remember his name? I don't even remember his name. I'm just happy we got fucking rid of him. (laughs) But, you know, it's like, you know, we bring in a veteran, um, somebody that's going to lead the team. I mean, we have top ten players on – from the defensive line, we got Aaron Donald. We got Bobby Wagner at middle linebacker. We have Jalen Ramsey at corner. Um, who are we going to bring out safety? Taylor Rapp. Who knows how he's going to play this year? Who knows if we don't cut his ass? Because he better not if, ask for no money. Maybe I'll call Eric Weddle on, on this couch again. Now, Super Eric Weddle got his Super Bowl. You know, we just going <laughs> to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, it's a good pickup. I mean, um, I think y'all are grabbing some vets. You know, hey. I mean, we got a repeat. You know, we want to. We want to go back. We want to go back. Yeah. What you think about this uh, Antonio Brown being upset about not getting offered any high paying contract? I, I think you think he got hit in the head too hard. I know Avante's birth fucked him up that one play, but this he must be living in the Matrix or something. Why the hell would any NFL team offer him anything more than veteran minimum? Listen, no, he's he just not. Take his shoulder pads off. What? About two months, two, two, three months ago, and walk off the field. I, I, I don't understand this guy. I mean, with the Oakland Raiders, he shows up in a fucking air balloon, and <laughs> next thing you know, he's in, he's in a freaking uh, cryogenic pool, freezes his foot. Next thing you know, he's calling the freaking uh, GM a, a cracker. I, I mean, 
And he worked. Hold on, hold on. Don't forget, we working out in white shoes. I, I don't get it, man. I, I I really don't get it. I I hope he gets the help he needs, man. Something is wrong with Antonio Brown. Got he 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 needs some help. <laughs> Listen, what do you I mean, mean you're upset about not being offered any high-paying contract? What are you talking about? He's not going to get a, any high-paying contracts. Sorry. Sorry. You. I mean, you know, you jumped across the field, you know, waving your arms up in the air. It's just, I mean, I don't really know the situation, but at the same time, <laughs> you're not getting no big contract, my brother. Sorry. No. no. What are you expecting a Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill type of deal? Yeah, you. What the hell are you talking about, bro? Don't get me wrong. When he was when he was playing, and you know he was the best player on the field. Key, keyword, keyword. Yeah. When he yeah. was playing, you know. Yeah, you right. He he hasn't been playing. Last year he missed a bunch of games. He was injured. I, 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 like I said, I I'm gonna just pray for this man. Look, he need to get some help. You know, mental health ain't no joke. I don't know if he got some CTE issues. I know, I know he's taking a few pretty bad hits. I, I'm really thinking about that Vontez Burford one. I know, I know you probably remember that one. Oh, do I? I mean, something, something's got to give. But um, yeah, I mean, you also also, also tonight, you know. Uh, sorry about that, everyone. Had a little bit of technical difficulties. You know, technology. You love it when it works, but when it doesn't work, you know, hey, that's just the world we live in, 21st century. But um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and close it out. And, you know, I'm just going to wish my Tar Heels luck tomorrow. Beat Duke. Coach K can kick rocks. Anything you got? Anything on your mind, A.B.? Uh, we just going to go ahead and close it out. You know, we don't want no more technical difficulties. Uh, we want to try to give you all the best show that we can. But like I said, once again, two motherfuckers with time. You know, it was appreciate talking to y'all tonight. Fuck Duke. Go North Carolina. Peace. Peace.